welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 78, recorded on April 5th, 2022. In this episode, we'll be discussing Tyler's first impressions of the LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which released today. My name is Dakota, and obviously I just said, today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello! Um, it's kind of a smaller panel tonight, but that's okay. Um, Who needs them? <laughs> so the long-awaited LEGO game, in your case, come out. It's probably one of the first LEGO games in a really long time. And yeah. they decided to take on the entirety of Star Wars, it looks like. Yeah, it's funny. Making the uh, the first, my first play up by tier was the Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. And we made that because we thought the new game was coming out soon. <laughs> and then it was <laughs> and delayed was... and then delayed and then delayed. Yeah. <laughs> and it did not end up being the case. But I've played like a solid, solid hour and a half of the game now, which... It's enough for first impressions, but also anything negative, or I guess positive even, could change over time. Maybe I'll either get used to something, or, you know, how it all... If you could say, what was your first impressions of maybe just getting into the game? Well, okay, booting up the game, I'm really excited. I'm like, can't wait, can't wait can't wait i've waited for a long time and i finally open it up and unfortunately because it's a new lego game they don't have uh every lego game had a little animation that somehow turned themselves into the travel traveler's tales logo this one and new lego games for whatever reason don't have it so knocking it down a peg immediately no uh, (laughs) not really i it's not that big of a deal but it's just really cool because the opening of the game pretty much just has a bunch of the characters all lined up in a well like not lined up in a arrangement and it's just like whoa there's so much to do then you open it and you can kind of pick um you can pick which level, like which uh, episode to start on, being episode one, episode four, episode six, uh, seven. Like you can't start anywhere. It's like the, it's like the first of each separate trilogy. Mm-hmm. But 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 but, I have okay. I guess let's just get right into it. I have some good, some bad to say. I'm not sure you said that you're not you don't have the the biggest extensive knowledge on Lego games. No, I've really only played yeah. Lego Batman on the DS and Lego Star Wars 3 on the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a little bit of what you call a connoisseur. I I've played almost every Lego game probably because I'm actually mentally 13. But, um, but yeah, this meaning I kind of have a lot of expectations going in, and this is very much not as much a traditional Lego game as I expected it to be, which has its positives for someone just getting into it, and negatives for someone who's, I don't know, always kind of liked the formula, I guess. But, nevertheless... Um, we can start off with the bad just so we just so we get out of the way. I, I recently was replaying the complete saga, but this time I was speedrunning it to a degree. Not like just using the speedrun strats, not actually uh not actually attempting any runs, but just the amount of Lego Star Wars, the complete saga, is the kind of game that is old enough to where it's 
well made and fun to play, but also old enough that it has a a bunch of glitches that are really fun to exploit. <laughs> like the um like the final boss of the game, Emperor Palpatine. He has like 20 hearts. It's and like he he just doesn't die. There's so many sections you have to do. Immediately in the first section of the level, if you just brute force it, you can collide your hitbox into his enough to where he just falls off the edge and dies immediately. Finishing the level in like um 20 seconds. Hmm. It, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's super funny to see because you finally make it all the way and then you just shove the old man off the edge just like in the movies, I guess. Um but yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there cuz not only have I been playing the old games, which give me probably more expectations than I would have, but also just uh, I thought that was a funny thing. But anyway, the the first things, the first bad things, I, I say bad, but it is subject to change, is this game, well, normally a Lego game is like a, like a, a camera over the top looking down on you. Um, the, or not directly down, but you know what I mean. It's, and you just kind of see more of the level than you see your character. This game is a lot more, the camera falls behind you and you can move it all around the 3D space um, pretty much anywhere because they pretty much got rid of levels to a degree. Levels are now all done in the open world, kind of. Hmm. Levels, instead of being big open areas for you to run around and just beat up a ridiculous number of goons, levels are set as um, either boss fights or flying areas. And that is nice because that means all the time you would put into designing a level and all the stuff around it is just all put into the open world already, which is really cool. But also that means you have to combine all the open world stuff of in Lego games, like looking for collectibles and just uh, side quests and stuff like that. You're combining that with already existing level stuff, which means a lot of like Lego games, which just keep throwing enemies at you and you just got to keep punching them. In this game, it's it's more like... It's more kind of, more kind of like a, a traditional open world Breath of the Wild, dare I say, type game, where it's more clumps of enemies just dispersed throughout. So you can go like a big long section without encountering any enemy. Yeah. Which is a little, little bit disappointing, especially when you kill them super fast. Uh, if you're a Jedi, like you start off with on episode one. Which is just like a little bit disappointing, but I think the later I get into the game, they'll probably start throwing more and more enemies at me. And if I had to guess, hmm. um, what did you which, uh, end up starting with? Like what episode? I started with episode one because I didn't feel there was a reason to start on the later ones because it's not like with the movies you can start on episode four because it's obviously an older movie. Well, with this, it's all the same thing. So why not just start with episode one? Mm-hmm. But maybe episode four would be, I think, based on my experience, I think episode four would probably be the best starting place because you don't immediately start off with two Jedi. You start up like it's like a, um, building your way up to being a Jedi rather than starting as one. 
yeah. which uh, I could see probably being a little, little bit more fun. Hmm. But anyway, it's not the biggest. Um, it's not the biggest hurdle. The other thing is the camera. This is like nitpicking the game at this point, but the camera is just too close to your character if you're playing co-op uh, because co-op splits the screen in half, but the camera doesn't zoom out anymore. So now your character takes up what is essentially like a solid 50 and like 40% of your viewing area. <laughs> and this game in general, I don't think is very optimized for two player play because those little clumps of enemies, as soon as there's two people thrown into the mix, they're gone like a snap and they're they're gone and the the game with when you're playing multiplayer kind of like downgrades the quality on itself and it doesn't look as good hmm. it just feels like it's weird because lego games especially on console are known to be like couch co-op the couch co-op games while this one feels more like they wanted to make a single player game but were forced to put co-op in uh outside of that yeah what console are you playing it on uh the xbox xbox one okay so Which should have no it, problem taking two players oh it's not like it it doesn't get that bad it's just like the gameplay is it's like weirdly blurry it looks like there's just a bunch of bloom everywhere <laughs> and uh the camera like is more prone to glitching than in single player which is just just a little annoying but oh well and uh finally and probably most tragically they they say that they bring all these characters back they bring back everyone everyone that you know except except the fan favorite elan sleazebagano <laughs> elan sleazebagano the guy from episode two of star wars who wants to sell Obi-Wan some death sticks. Obi-Wan responds that he needs to better himself and do something else with his life via Jedi mind trick. And he decides, he decides to change his ways. Not really of his own will. But here, I'll, I'll give, you, give you a little bit of his biography from Wikipedia. Elan Selsley's Bagano was a male Balusar Sylthmonger. Don't know what any of that means. Don't know what any of that means. Who was present on Coruscant, the capital of the Galactic Republic, during the Separatist Crisis. He tended tour. He tended to tour Cor Coruscant's nightclubs to sell the addictive death sticks. In 22 BBY, don't know what that is. Shortly after the outbreak of the Clone Wars, Selsley's Bagano was present in the Outlander Club, and decided to sell Death Sticks to the Jedi Knight Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know where the story goes there. And now, uh, let's see, let's see, what is this? Anything? It does not say what happened after that, which makes sense, because he didn't show up in the movie at all. But, everyone loves Elan Sleazebagano, because he has a funny last name. And for whatever reason, he was not in the game. So, I'll have to not, um, uh, not recommended to anyone. So that's uh that's that's it. <laughs> um but no, there is actually quite a few positives because they switched up everything in the game pretty much to be more focused on a uh 
just there's a lot more stuff. You have more like Arkham game combat, which is weird, where like you compress different buttons to do different things to kind of make it's like baby mode combos, um, where it doesn't matter what buttons you press, but they do different animations. And then they also have like the little counter button that will pop up above your head when you uh, when you fight uh, enemies and they try to attack you. It's just a weird thing to add to the game because you take out enemies in three hits anyway. But you know, it's once again, this is a this is a baby's game. So if you are going into the game expecting anything different, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Mm-hmm. And also, there's like you can go into like a first person shooter mode, or it's actually still a third person shooter mode. It's just they add they added like a lot to combat and everything, which just makes the disappearance of. Um, enemies like making enemies not show up as much a little little more saddening but oh well anyway i'm talking about positive so i should say positive the open world without levels is like super spacious there's so much stuff to do like you collect uh one collectible and it's like well that's one out of 1163 and you're like oh (laughs) um yeah okay (laughs) and there's like 380 characters to get without DLC. There's um, 200 plus ships. There's every there's every um, every episode has like a bunch of different open worlds to explore, like different planets and stuff, which are I think pretty large, though once again, I really don't know how big it is with uh because i've only just started the game but just the sheer amount of stuff to do means once you finally complete the story which um i think the best way to play this game would be just run through the story because once you get through that i'm assuming it's just going to be like a wild ride of just collecting the absurd amount of stuff in this game And uh, yeah, I, I initially I brought up the sheer amount of characters. I brought up that I was disappointed with the lack of Elan Sleeves Baganow. However, here are a couple other characters that um, you've probably never heard of that do show up in the game. Like, for example, Bulio, everyone's favorite little alien man. Bulio is a is a rebel. Oh, he's a mine overseer who has big horns, and he's an alien. Don't know why he's... There's zero reason for him to be in the game, but he is. He was uh, on Wikipedia. He's been told that uh, he would covertly send supplies to the Resistance, even though I guess he was a spy. And, oh, because the First Order was taking over his colony, but he would secretly send stuff to the Resistance. And his office labeled as highly valuable intelligence for the resistance from a traitor um, within the First Order. So um, this entire character means literally nothing. There's no reason for him to be in this game because I don't even know how they get this much information on these characters. They're when they're in the movie for 20 seconds. But I'm not going to spend as much time. There's another character, uh, Mama the Hut. Everyone's favorite hut. Um, 
yeah, she's a female Hut clan and uh, not and the mother of Jabba's cousin. Hmm. Or and the grandmother of Jabba. I don't know how that works, but all right. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> don't think about it too much. Uh, everyone's favorite guy, Max Rebo, the little purple elephant who plays the piano in uh, episode six, I think. Yeah, he's in the game. Also in episode six. You know Jabba's little right-hand monkey man? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, he's in the game as well. He's a little alien monkey who... Um, his name is Salacious B. Crumb. What? From where? Don't know. Where does this get referenced? I don't know where they get these names. Probably like <laughs> the, the visual dictionary. Oh, yeah. Some and, whoever wrote that has to think about a name for every character. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, when you're naming the Koopalings, when the one person was naming the Koopalings, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to name them after band, uh, bands and music I like. <laughs> um, and everyone's favorite, to finish it off, the character I've talked about probably more than any Star Wars character on this entire YouTube channel, Yaddle, the female Yoda, is in the video game. She's a female Yoda. That's pretty much it. And I think she dies in the comics like four different times. But Star Wars comics are like get they get removed from canon like every day. So I have currently no idea if she's alive or not. Well, probably not because she's a Jedi and probably got Order 66 or something. But that's uh, just a few of the 400 characters you can see in this video game. <laughs> Which, um, oh man, there's just so... There's so much to do and it just makes it... Um, it honestly, it's maybe, as much of a positive, it's maybe a little bit of a downside too because it makes you just, you play through the story and it's more of like a, oh, um, I just want to get through this and get to the collectibles. So, I don't know, I'll... Obviously, we'll make, we won't make another video, but if you join the Discord server in the link down below, I might end up giving a revamped opinion on this game once I, you know, beat it, because I can't help but feel like a lot of my issues with like the camera and the, um, the way levels are made and stuff like that, I can't help but that will be, like, fixed in my mind because i'm just i'm currently running off of like complete saga mode a game made years and years ago so who knows yeah and maybe as a final note um since you have recently played the complete saga so far do you think it kind of do you think skywalker saga uh lives up to the hype or the comparisons the sheer size of it uh Definitely, although I think I have to I have to beat the game to finally get this down pat, but I feel like the at least so far, it kind of feels like the complete saga does the movies justice better. Like you uh an example, I'm playing episode one and the first thing you do is is you start on like the the ship where you uh are like poisoned by the con like federation or whatever yeah. where that ship 
is a full level. Uh, in this game, you get through it in like five minutes, which hmm. is a like, but it's because the story comes down to walk into this area, cutscene, fight a couple droids, walk into this area, cutscene, exit. Where with the complete saga, it's like cutscene, full level, cutscene, you're done. And where, I don't know, it just feels like there's there's a lot more to do in the complete saga movie-wise, like per area. And like I'm playing for, I've played for about an hour and a half. If I wasn't searching around for collectibles the whole time, I would probably, I might be like almost done episode one in that in that time where I feel like with the complete saga in an hour and a half I'm in an hour and a half I'm probably like halfway through I don't know maybe I'm giving the complete saga too much nostalgic hype in my mind though <laughs> and uh, did you end up choosing the the bumble cutscenes or the movie cutscenes well, yeah I completely forgot to bring that up so I personally like the mumble mode a lot because a another huge positive is like the original games. Um, new Lego games, the cutscenes have kind of come down to they just take the dialogue from the movies, but there's like a funny background bit going on at the same time. Where with this game, there's enough. There's uh, they don't just take the dialogue from the movies; so they use voice acting, um, which means they can kind of create their own scenes that aren't actually in the movie. So without mumble mode, you get like all the positives of, um, I wouldn't say both worlds, but it's like, it's not just ripped straight from the, the movie and you still get granted childish, but funny enough stuff. But with mumble mode, I personally, I think I like it a, a lot better because you don't need the dialogue to show what's going on like the original game yeah but my brother who i'm playing with doesn't really like it that much so i've we only played mumble mode for like a little bit just because all the in-game dialogue is also mumbled so when you're playing the game you also have to look down and read the subtitles that show up <laughs> yeah so annoying it it is a little bit annoying, but I also personally don't really care about what they say in the game. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, it's not like they're gonna change the plot or anything. <laughs> Actually, the Jedi lose. Oh wait, no, the Jedi win. The end. That's how we we stop at episode three. There's no reason to continue. Dave rejoining us and discussing is Tyler's first impressions of Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion, and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks Podcast.